Hi, I'm Ian. I'm Michael. And this is the Claro Fat Ash Podcast. Episode so, four. Oh, episode four. Yeah, we're moving on. Keeping it rolling. So we pulled these cigars out of the Octador today. This is a beautiful piano finish, walnut, black humidor. Has this really cool, unique octagon silhouette. Holds like between, you know, 100 cigars roughly. Super tight seal, tons of cedar inside. You can see, kind of have to use two hands to even open it. It has this, uh, we call it like space gray finish on all of the hardware. And it has this accessory drawer, which is kind of a staple for us. Mine has, this is the one I use every day. So I have a bunch of knickknacks in there. Um, and it comes with a shelf here. And in the bottom we have, which we talk about a lot, is our humidification system, which is called the hydro system. So we've spent you know, many years dialing that in. And as you can see, it's sitting at 70 right now. And it's been sitting around 68 and 70 for like three to four months, easy. So you know, it's kind of a uh, turnkey solution to keep your humidor perfect. This was the first big humidor that we launched. And so both of us use this humidor as like our main humidor, not because for me, anyway, is not necessarily because I like it the best. Um, just, you know, just happened to be the one that we launched first. And so it's kind of the one that I've got all my stuff in. And Yeah. It has like a special place in my heart because I think we started to elevate a lot of our design at that point. Like we got into custom metal and just, you know, kind of pushed the boundaries a little bit more on what a humidor is. So The walls on this thing are super sick super thick and thick, uh, you, you'll notice this octagon shape. That's why we call this the octador. There, there isn't another humidor in the market. To, to do this octador shape is very difficult in the manufacturing process. Yep. And we've kind of taken a long time to dial it in and figure that out. Yep. So it makes it really, really cool. And so is the piano finish. It's also very hard. Yeah, it's a hard to do. And you have to have, you know, a special painting process to do it properly without having, you know, scratches and whatnot. So bubbles. Yeah. So we've spent a lot of time. This has a dear place in my heart and we're happy to show you guys. So, yeah. So what are you smoking, Michael? I am smoking. So if you watched the last episode, I'm kind of leaning more towards a boutique guy these days. This is actually the opposite of that. This is a main Olivia brand, Siri G. Um, I actually got this through, I think Cigars International had some promotion where they sent me five cigars, 90 plus for 15 bucks. So I think I paid $3 for this cigar. Um, but it's it's like a 10 or $12 cigar if you go and buy it you know, at the store. And box pressed, really long. Um, it's it says Nicaraguan uh, African Cameroon wrapper. It's supposed to have a pleasant nutty flavor, rich medium body. African Cameroon. African Cameroon. I love that. It sounds Ooh. so so like exotic. Exotic. Yeah. Hints like of coffee, hat. nuts, and wood with an almond paste finish. And I've got a note here that says it's the twelve dollar cigar. So we'll see. I mean. Uh, before we started, Ian mentioned that Olivia, in his mind, was a little bit overrated, and so I get that might be a hot take in itself. Yeah, sure. we'll see. I don't know. I'm 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 cautiously optimistic here. This is a much bigger cigar than I normally not not gauge wise, but just length wise than I normally will smoke. Um, I'm not. That's it's a lot for me. So we'll see if I can even finish <laughs> this cigar. And he's smoking a fat boy as well. Yeah. So. Fat dark boy. Yeah, so this is a Placencia Alma de Fuego. It has a 92 rating. It's a little bit larger Toro. 
Um, this has a Nicaraguan wrapper and filler and binder. Now what's cool about this, I gotta pull my nose cause I wanna butcher this. But essentially this is grown from a special island. Um, it's, I might butcher this, I might butcher this. Omatipi Island. Um, basically there's two volcanoes on there and it, because of that, the oil or the, the soil is super, super rich and dark, which I guess creates a lot of flavor in the tobacco that's grown there. And so that's why every single bit of this is from Nicaragua. So the filler, the binder, everything, uh, the wrapper. Um, so it's going to be a really, I think, heavy smoke. I can tell from the beginning already, uh, and real rich. So. I'm already liking this. I normally it's the beginning of a cigar for me. It's not very good, but I, it says pleasant nutty flavor with rich medium. But I, I I would agree. I mean I can taste. How's the draw on it? it looks pretty good. It's okay. I I like a really big draw, and this is <laughs> it's sort of a fifty percent of the draw that I would like. But um, it's probably because it's so long. Maybe it's hard to get a big yeah, draw. Yeah, it does take. Yeah. But it it is. Uh, Taste-wise, it's not as strong as I expected it to be, and it's very pleasant and nutty. It's not, yeah, it's not overwhelming, which I like. Yeah, this is this is supposed to have spicy tangerine, which I haven't heard that one yet. Mm. So, I, I, tangerine. Have I ever had a tangerine? I don't even know what a tangerine tastes like. It's like a mini orange. Really? Right. Yeah. Is a tangerine something you eat that often? I don't think well, so. Not in Indiana. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we eat tangerines very often here. No. Well, next time we're going to... I'm going to have to go to the store and get a tangerine now. It, it seems, tangerines, if I remember, like tart. Like, it makes me think of something very tart. No, I don't think so. Really? No. It's just like a mini orange. Oh. Yeah. It's hmm. great. So, I don't have any of that yet. I, hopefully, I do get there, and I, hopefully, it's that exotic that they can say it has tangerine in it. It's starting to fall over here. Um, has cashews and guava wood. Guava They got wood? that specific, dude. <laughs> it's not just woody, it's guava. Who has tasted guava wood? Someone's out there like licking trees <laughs> and they're going back to these guys and they're saying it's this wood. It's the guava. It's, it's black cherry walnut. <sighs> I don't know, man, that's, yeah. that's pretty. What are we drinking? So today I chose the drink and we went with the Lo Duc Duca Chianti. I mostly just picked this one because I saw the bottle and thought it was cool. Um, and I don't drink red wine with my cigars very often. So I thought that might be interesting. It is a dry wine. So typically I like s something that's sweet with cigars, but now what's cool with, about this, which I did some research before, it has this straw basket not many of these Chiantis are made with this anymore. Um, so what the purpose is, is that when they would blow the glass, it's actually bulbous down here. It's not flat. So this actually has a dual purpose to serve as a, you know, something to prop it up so that it stands straight up and it protects it in shipping. So you're saying if you took that off, you would not be able to stand that bottle up? Theoretically. Yeah, you wouldn't. Huh. Yep. Now, the Chianti is also supposed to be like the equivalent of the $1 slice of pizza. Uh, and so, you know, we're high rollers. It That's looks pretty go. cool. Yeah, honestly. it does. I was like, that is 
That's some OG throwback wine. It looks pretty cool. Like, I feel cool just sitting here with your cowboy hat in that um, basket. Hee-haw. You betcha. Yeah. I forgot my, uh, my, my pony today, but bring them on the next show. So, mm. yeah, I don't know. What do you think of the pairing? Is it working? You know, it definitely cleanses my palate. Like, it immediately erases all cigar taste, all... It is very dry. It's like, it's very dry. It just, whew, Yeah. Completely just, wipes out any kind of taste in your mouth. So when you go with an extra draw, you can taste all of those notes fresh again, which is interesting. Yeah. It's, yeah, it, it might be a little bit too much dry on dry for me, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how I feel once we get further in the cigar. Yeah. So I'm bringing the hot take this week. Now, Super of a hot take, but more of a discussion. So, when do you think it's ideal to ash your cigar? Me? Yeah. I think it's ideal. I try to wait until the last absolute moment and freak people out. Like if, like on those Opus X cigars, I can have the ash that's like an inch or two inches long. And I'll just like, you know, try to like really <laughs> mess with people yeah. and just leave it out there. And I, you know, I, from, from a uh, taste, I was told once, I don't know if this is true, that the longer you can leave it, the better it tastes or something. I don't know if that's true. But Such BS. It may be. But I think it is. <laughs> but I just, Hot take. I just feel, uh, I just feel more awesome if I leave the ash to be longer. Now this you're, one, I mean, I you're riding the edge. You're riding, you're riding the edge. I like know? riding the edge. Yeah. This one already was starting to fall over as I, you know, and so I had to ash it already, so yeah. unfortunately. So talk the talk. Well, not I, really was, walk the walk. It was going to fall over. Yeah. I didn't want to get it on your carpet. That's true. So that's exactly my point is I never do that. I never ride. I never am flirting with the edge. Really? Whenever I, so what I, here's how I do it. So if I let my, I let my ash get, you know, depending on the quality of the cigar, a certain amount of length. And then the way I test it is if I have the ashtray here, I will just kind of slightly let you know, kind of nick it and see if it just falls off. Now, if it has resistance, it still has time. It's not when it's supposed to fall, right? Mm-hmm. So that's- so Do you tap it? Like no. if I do a light tap? I don't. And it doesn't I kind off? of, yeah, maybe just a slight, it's just, you know, real simple. Just kind of let it little nick and pull. And if it falls, then you ash at the perfect time. That's my opinion. Aren't you weakening it though by doing that? So you're just like, <laughs> Propagating the fall? No, <laughs> it's, the, it's the most ideal way, in my opinion. I just, you know, I smoke indoors. I don't want to get the carpet all dirty. Yeah. The sofa. Agreed. And I've, I have had ash fall on me more times than I would like to admit. Uh, when I'm smoking, it's yeah, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm riding the edge. So I just like, I like to ride the edge with it. So yeah. you, you might see me from time to time on this podcast ash on myself That's so interesting story about this i'll keep it short but i don't know have you heard of the winston churchill theory what he used to do because uh -uh. he's iconic in the cigar world of course so apparently when he was out marching orders and and visiting troops or in a meeting he would stick a paper clip down through the ash into the cigar so that the ash wouldn't fall 
And so that's how he kept the attention of everyone during these long speeches, is that he would wave his cigar and everyone's waiting for the ash to fall. <laughs> but he puts that paperclip in there and it doesn't fall. And they're going, how is this guy is a god? How is he doing this? So like I'm going to get you one day. I'm going to have it down to here and you're going to be like. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So. All right. So next business is the Florida man story. So I got one for us today. This is, I'm going to try to keep it coherent because <laughs> this one is wild so apparently in florida he's actually iranian and he moved here uh, and he's an ultra marathon runner and he's actually run across the united states twice wow yeah i this guy if you've ever seen exit through the gift shop which maybe you haven't it is so similar to that like this guy is just batshit crazy slash like little hints of genius maybe i don't know like but eccentric eccentric but also motivated mm. right like he he's gonna do what he wants to do and he's gonna figure out a way to do it so his story is he wants to quote run from florida to the bermuda islands and how he did that is he constructed a bubble that looks oh, like I a, think I have seen this. a hamster wheel and it has like fins on it and so he's running in this bubble across the ocean. So he tried, he attempted this back, I think in 2012, again in 2014, and now he's about to do it again from what I read. Cause I, I went kind of deep again on this one <laughs> and quote, like it gets like 120 degrees in the bubble. And he said, he's combating that with drinking water, of course, and ha he has his own energy bars. And it, like, it is the most asinine thing. And he <laughs> believes that he's doing it to promote world peace in the world. And I have seen this, <laughs> this, this, uh, they, they made like a movie on it or something, right? I don't, I don't know. They made, they made some kind of documentary or something on it. Cause I saw it and, and the guy, he, the coast guard like freaks out. Yeah. Yeah. When he goes on his runs. They like freak out and like follow him the yep. whole time because they know it's just He's a matter gonna, of time yeah. for that damn ball pops or he passes out in there or apparently he only got, I don't know if it was a few miles and then he <laughs> got like delusional and then he was asking the coast guard where the Bermuda, where Bermuda is. <laughs> Can you guys point me to Bermuda? Yeah. And they're like, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. And apparently it cost the taxpayers like, almost $200,000 to go get it. But yeah, he's raising money for charity or something. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it is just crazy. And they actually have a documentary on it for uh, Vice. Oh, that's this. maybe where I saw it. Yeah. I have seen it though. But I, what is cool, one quick comment, is to see the evolution of his balls. Like the oh yeah, more sophisticated. Yeah, so like time. each five years, he apparently he put a hundred and like twenty thousand dollars into one of them, and they they incorporate like basketballs and like flotation devices, and basically all that the Coast Guard had to do was they just shot it, and it <laughs> sunk him because he wouldn't re he refused to come out. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that was a good one, a pretty wild one. Unbelievable! Look at this, it's getting there. Ooh. See, doesn't that look precarious right now? Look how I see some slump. It's precarious. Mine's a mine's slow. This is a it's the the taste so far has not changed. It's very even, very. It, it says nutty. That's, that's what, 
It says hints of coffee, nuts, and wood. And I look at you. Look at you. Did that just happen? <laughs> I got the. That is head. a deduction <laughs> of points. I barely did. Maybe it was because of the. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the weakening. weakening. The weakening. This is uh, like what do they call Dude, that? This Instant is, karma. This is amateur hours. <laughs> Instant this karma. Uh -huh. Complaining about me, and I still have not fallen. Yeah. So, <laughs> coffee, nuts, and wood. I would say. Croissant. I definitely tasted the coffee early on. Um, I it's kind of faded the coffee, yeah. and I don't. Dude, that is gonna fall anymore. I'm doing this trick where you put your tongue on the tip of your mouth. What do they call that? There's some name for it. Oh, I don't remember. That's how you do the taste. You put your you put your tongue on the roof of your mouth and you kind of blow out your nose. Mm -hmm. And it, it helps you taste more. You actually like do a very slight inhale almost. And yeah. It comes out, yeah. And I don't I think that's because your scent, you know, your your it helps uh, definitely wood. The nuts are gone, the coffee's gone, it's mostly just wood at this point. <laughs> Smoking wood. Uh, but it's it's still very good. I mean, it's this is a good cigar. I, I actually came into this wanting to hate this cigar because it's a name brand, rated 90 plus. I'm like, eh, you know, but but actually it's a good cigar. I, Mine's very good too. Mm -hmm. I, I, I like it. I would rock this cigar. Placencia, I've noticed more and more in like my local cigar shop, uh, and they seem to be really taking off as of late. Is um, it dark? Looks no, like really dark. Yeah, yeah, it's it's actually like a medium. It really? feels like a medium. Yeah. Because if I were in the cigar shop, I would not buy that cigar because it's so dark. No, I just got wood though. Yeah, I just tasted that. I don't know about the guava. Before or after you ashed all over yourself. Look at this. Them are fine words. What? <laughs> <laughs> you, you're forgetting I'm a cowboy I'm right now. I want to see how far I can take this. I got my six year. We're gonna, we're gonna get the long ash going on here. Mm. All right. Well, you want to smoke it down, and I guess we'll get back to you guys here in a minute. Yes. Smoke it. All right. So after several glasses of Chianti, <laughs> <laughs> spirited discussion on COVID and the intricacies of international shipping. I have rated the cigar a seven. Really? Yeah, it's, you know, I, the beginning, you know, and that that's typical with a lot of cigars, you know, you're getting adjusted to it. The halfway mark, you know, the second, third, very good. The draw's great. Um, it's not too strong. It's, it's like medium full body for sure. I can taste the wood, I guess. I don't know, like I'm gonna pull some bark off later and get, like understand that, but the cashews, little nutty. It's it's definitely not more on the sweet side at all. Um, yeah, it's good. And with the Chianti, especially several glasses later, <laughs> I highly recommend it. I highly recommend the Chianti, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my draw, so again, it's Olivia Series G, uh, to, to refresh here, pleasant nutty flavor, notes of coffee, nuts, and wood. Um, I never, I tasted the coffee early on, but once I got to the middle third, I, the coffee dropped away. Nuts, I never really tasted the nuts, but I did taste the wood. The wood was very present through this last kind of third here. It says finish with an almond paste. I have, I have not tasted, I don't know what an almond paste is, but 
but I have not tasted an almond <laughs> piece. A lot of wood. The draw on this thing got considerably better as it got you know smaller, which I like. I think I, I kind of drilling down here. I like shorter cigars because I can get a better draw and I can get more taste profile out of it. But a lot of wood in this in this sort of last third of the cigar. Um, I'm not you know it's just okay. I'm not going to rush to for an Olivia. Um, it was a good cigar. Everything. There's nothing really bad about it, but I would just say it's it's probably just a six. Six. Yeah, probably just a six. All right. So that means yeah. smokable, but not it's gonna like, rush for it. You go back to the almond. Like I don't know how they discern between almonds and almond paste. Like, I don't know. It seems hyper specific, but. Yeah, the 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 pairing with the Chianti, um, the Chianti kind of really quickly will cleanse your palate. Like I said. Uh, it's after a couple glasses. It's hard to say you don't like it, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I, not my favorite pairing. Yeah. I, I probably wouldn't rush to pair it this way again. Mm -hmm. It's kind of nice as a different change, but I, but I probably wouldn't rush for it. So yeah, I agree. All right, but I do like it. But all right, guys, thank Cheers. you.